From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're talking about how to navigate your physical and sexual intimacy when it's cold outside. And there's a quote from Lucy Larcom that says, if the world seems cold to you, kindle fires to warm it. And I'm mm. like, oh, kind of like that idea. Let's kindle our own fires. You that's know? right. And that's what we're going to be talking about in this episode. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage episode with a hug. And you know, a hug is really an opportunity for Tony and I to celebrate your intentionality to celebrate where you are taking action in your marriage. And this hug comes from a post we were tagged in on Instagram that started with, sometimes I feel like my spouse and I are roommates running a daycare, Mm. especially during those challenging seasons that can naturally pull you further and further apart. You can find yourself actually only talking to your spouse when it's about the children or work, and it can be hard to feel truly connected. My husband and I are actually in the middle of a marriage study right now by One Extraordinary Marriage called The Six Pillars of Intimacy, The Secret to an Extraordinary Marriage. Yay! Yay! It has seriously helped us so much to be able to prioritize our relationship in the midst of raising three young children. Just as a side note, three young kids making time to prioritize the marriage, it can be done. Yep. It can be done. She goes on to say, I'd encourage any couple at any stage of marriage to dive into this study so that you can truly be the soulmates that your children believe you are. If we can model for them what true love looks like, imagine the kind of people they will become. That's great. I love it. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, you know, it's a comment that often comes up um, so often with my coaching clients that your children, like if you think back to it, you know, as far as what you learned about marriage, your first role models were the people that you were in a home with and being parented by. Mm-hmm. So what do you create for them? What are the choices that you make for them? And how does that play out in your life? And so, so fun to celebrate that couple. But as we are, you know, as Tony said it at the very top of the episode, um, navigating physical and sexual intimacy when it's cold outside. And I know right now this is pertaining mainly to those of us in the Northern Hemisphere. Um, and for all of you that are sitting there going, but Elisa, you live in San Diego. Here's the deal, people. When it gets below 70, I believe that jeans and sweaters are still like a completely viable option. 70 is about my threshold for jeans and a sweater. That's Elisa's. I'm more like in the 60s. But after that, and uh, and when I say sixties, I'm like mid sixties. It starts getting below that. I'm like, eh, not not really my my jive. Well, and it was so funny, it's completely random. But my parents moved to Puerto Rico like five or six years ago, and from Ohio, right? So they were used to like shoveling snow and doing all these kinds of really things. Really cold, winters. really cold, like legit winter. And now my dad, you know, I think it was seventy something a couple weeks ago for like two or three days straight. And my dad's like, I had to put on pants and a long sleeve <laughs> shirt and I'd wear socks today and I'm like oh dad you can't ever like you can't ever leave the island because nope. winter is relative wherever you are yes. okay let me let me just preface that to say at the beginning of the this episode but whatever like the cold and weather do impact your sexual intimacy and if we don't talk about these types of things that impact our sexual intimacy we can just get into these really reactive states where things aren't happening where we're not talking about it and we're just frustrated and I, and I know for some of you might be going, really, we're talking about weather and sex? Like those two things, like they're, yes. Because mm-hmm. it's the same reason why people get super excited when they go someplace tropical. 
And they're like, oh, like I've thawed out. We can have sex all the time. And when they go someplace cold, they're like, I'm just going to be bundled up. And just a little San Diego weather report. By the time this episode airs, because I was looking at the weather in preparation for it, we will have like three or four nights where it actually got into the 30s. Mm-hmm. And it does happen here in San Diego. Not often, but we can have a, a little cold snap come through that cools us off and, and chills us to the bone, Elisa and I anyways. And there's some of some folks here who just love it. I do, I do want to say, though, that I remember years here in San Diego, we're, we're going on 20 years living here, where... In, in our marriage, we we were so in a place of dysfunction. When winter hit, it was totally okay and natural because we weren't really thinking about our physical or even our sexual intimacy. And how do we, how do we create that closeness and connection? When the winter hit, it was not uncommon for Elisa to be in sweatpants, a long shirt, and a beanie. We would we would have heat on in the house too, but she would wear a beanie. And myself, I would wear like some flannel jammies and a long sleeve shirt. Um, Elisa, I will also have to say, and I cannot wear socks to bed at all. Like it, it literally, it has to be super cool or I have to be sick. Like I have to be shivering, but Elisa would wear socks to bed. I just cannot do that one. <laughs> you know, it was so funny because we, we actually talk about the episodes just briefly before we start the recording. And you know, it's one thing when I say, yeah, well, like, here's what I'm going to say about myself. And I'm going to talk about the fact that I wore a beanie and socks. It sounds totally different when you say it. Oh, it, it, there were there were literally years. And I, and I just want to preface this. Years. And, and this, is, this is why talking about, oh my gosh, it's cold outside. How are we strengthening our physical and sexual intimacy? Because it is vital. And I, and I do remember years during the winter months where we would go to bed and I would, all I would see of Elisa, because she would pull her beanie down and she'd pull the sheets and the, the comforter up, all I would see would be like her nose and her mouth just so she wasn't breathing under the covers. Like, yeah, I need fresh air. That, that's all, that's all I would see. <laughs> and to touch her was like, well, she, she's like literally jammied from head to toe. Okay. And let's talk about when we were living in Spokane, Washington. And we had so much, because we were, we were literally on this this journey to get but that, out of debt. But that was actual cold. Okay. But that was actual cold. Like it, it, it was freezing in Spokane, Washington and why we left. Right. But we were so frugal at the time yes. that we weren't turning on our heat. And so instead we had like, it had to be close to like eight inches of blankets on top of our bed. So like, it's this actually, is prior to kids. We didn't have any kids at the time. It's actually kind of a wonder that Alex was even conceived because he was conceived in like February, March. Yes. Just based on the fact that he has a December birthday. And at that point in time, yes, I can yes. see you doing the math. That's how it works. Three <laughs> mo- go three months back. <laughs> That's how it works. But we would have so many blankets on our bed because we were trying to get out of debt. And so we we're being really frugal. And so we'd keep the house, uh, the heat down in our house. And you couldn't actually roll over. Mm-mm. Like, like you get so into bed funny. and it was the whole, this was like pre-weighted blankets. We'd made our own weighted blanket, right? Where you just like got into bed and you laid there because the weight of the blankets to keep yourself warm. We have a suggestion on what you can do if you're in that stage in your own marriage right now. We're going to share some fun suggestions. And, and I have one that if you're in that place, how you can have sex and stay warm. Okay. Well, we're going to have lots of that and yes. as we go throughout the episode. But, you know, as you get into this place, I mean, you've heard some of our funny stories. And, and some of you may be like, well, that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why we do episodes like this. Mm-hmm. Because I, I no longer wear, I can't even remember the last time I wore socks to bed. I probably was sick if it happened. Because now I'm like... I'm, I think that's the only time we'll wear, either you or I will wear socks to bed is when we are sick. Because it's just, we're, we're just so cold and we just can't warm up. Like, I, I just want you to hear the progression of, you know, growth. I mean, I did go from those early winters where it would be literally covered head to toe, beanie to socks, sweats, the whole nine. To, I mean, we're in winter right now. and Well, maybe not officially, because I think that's December 21st, but close enough. It's cold in San Diego. And I'm still coming to bed with just like a long sleeve shirt and my underwear. Oh, absolutely. No, so no. I, I just want to, I mean, it might we, be night sweats now, which is a whole different situation in our marriage. So I'm staying well, warm. We, we, we've turned the, we turned the heater on now as well. So, so there, there is that progression. There is that transition that can happen. And some of you are like, oh yeah, like we have to go to bed, like with as little clothing as possible in the winter months as well, because that is where we get that closeness and connection. And, and for Elisa and I, that's what it is. We, we've learned over time. It's, you know what, we can do this. It's, we just have to work around what works best for us. Like, let's make sure we have a nice blanket and a nice comforter that keeps us warm. Let's turn on the heater in the, in the house. I mean, that helps Crazy. as well. Crazy thoughts. Um, but I want to share, because for some of you, like this isn't even actually a thing, right? Cold weather doesn't impact you. Because some of you, when we were talking about the question last week, um, how does cold weather impact your sex life? Here were all the positive things that many of you had to say. It just makes me feel like getting cozy. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot more snuggling. Makes us do it more. I like it. Um, my favorite are the two geographical responses that we got. We, got. we heard from a number of Canadians who were like, hey, we live in Canada. It's just part of life. I was talking to a Canadian this week. And when I was talking to him, it was negative 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. I was going to ask. Yeah, Canadians you know, it, usually talk in Celsius. No, no. So. But he, he, he uh, converted 30. it for, for yes, I, negative 30. He, he lives like in the Canadian Rockies in that area. And I guess some cold blast was coming down. But I was like... Oh, goodness. Legitimately, I can't even wrap my head around that. I can't either. And then geographically, our Floridians are like, hey, we live in Florida. It doesn't impact us. Uh, and I love you Floridians. Um, and anybody who's like close to the equator, like I'm all you guys winter months. Like that's that's our dream. Yes. That will be the post high school. That will be the empty nest season of our life where yes. we will live more equatorial. But I, I do have to say one thing to the Floridians. Um, we were in the panhandle in Chris, on Christmas 2020, and you all had your coldest winter in like 20 plus years. And I know Florida is a really big state. That's right. And I know those of you that down by Miami, it's super great all the time. But I just want to say for all of you that think that Florida is warm all the time, I can verify that in the winter of 2020, it was like in the 40s. Uh, it was actually, I think, a little colder than that because our our oh, yeah, the- our warning thing said there was like icy roads or something <laughs> in our car. It, it was absolutely oh. hilarious. We were in uh, we were at Santa Rosa Beach, white sandy beaches. We were so excited and we didn't Coldest bring it, winter. we didn't bring enough clothes. We We actually made a north face run in yes. Florida to get warm warm weather or, yep. or warm clothes for yep. the weather. Um, a lot of people say, you know, we spend more time in bed or it happens more often. Um, what what it happens. I'm, I'm sex. assuming sex happens sex more happens often. Sex happens more often. Okay. One, and I've actually heard you say this, so I thought it was really funny when I saw it as a response. There's um, this, this couple has this little exchange where she will say, I'm cold. And he says, I'll warm you up. Yeah, that absolutely happens in our house. All the time. If I say I'm cold, I was like, I can warm you up. <laughs> all day long. <laughs> all day long. Let's go. Those were all the happy moments yep. from the one family. But for a lot more of you, here's what happens. And here's how the cold weather affects you. 
People said things like, I hardly ever see any skin. My spouse never gets naked. My spouse needs to be wrapped in clothes, which makes sex more challenging. Can't stay naked for long. We usually opt for keeping shirts on. More blankets, less eye candy. Mm -hmm. That was an actual response. It's too cold to take clothes off. The socks stay on. Gosh, this sounds like me. Mm -hmm. I'm reading all of these. My spouse is too cold to be adventurous outside of our bed. On that one, I will say more times than not in the winter months, it's definitely going to be in our bed just from a from a staying warm standpoint. I mean, we would have to like crank up the heat in our house for that to happen. Or we got, again, I got another. You got, you got strategies. We got some strategies. Uh, other people said less sex or it's just quickies. Uh, some people said I can't relax because it's too cold. Or I don't want to shave, which impacts mood and feeling sexy. Mm. Right, that's so a good one. That, and, that, and, I, and I'm assuming that's coming from a wife. And yet I, I would think that could almost come from a guy's standpoint too. Just manscaping and, and even a beard, even your beard. Yeah, that that may even yeah. You know, so there are a lot of there are a lot of impacts that the cold weather does have on our sexual intimacy, on our physical, like even being close. Because if you think about it, if you have all the socks and the hats and the sweats and the blankets, even being physical with one another, the hugs, the the touches, the feet touching. Your feet don't touch. I mean, yeah, you can play footsie with socks on, but it's not the same as playing footsie when you don't have socks on, right? And so. If you figured out how to do this well, kudos. Mm-hmm. We're so glad that you shared your answers with us. But for the rest of us where this has been a struggle or maybe continues to be a struggle, we have to start talking about solutions. And we're going to do that after this break. Did you know the average couple waits six years to get help from challenges in their marriage? That's six years of struggling and feeling like something is off, of wondering why you can't seem to change things. Stop waiting. At One Extraordinary Marriage, we offer marriage coaching with Elisa. Alisa coaches couples just like you wanting more in their marriage. Here's what one husband had to say. We were at the point of changing our behavior or going our separate ways. My wife suggested marriage coaching, but I was skeptical. I didn't need to be skeptical. Alisa helped us get to the core of our issues and gave us the tools we needed to have an awesome marriage. Now our marriage is stronger than ever. Our communication is better. Our finances are transparent. We discovered date nights again and our sex life is wow. If you think marriage coaching isn't for you, I promise that if you are committed to making a change, that is exactly the road you should take. Apply for coaching at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. Don't wait six years. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. We're back and we're talking about navigating your physical and sexual intimacy when it's cold outside. And I love... You guys know, I mean, you hold such a special place in our hearts so that when we ask questions like this, like you, you, everything that you tell us actually came out in a lot of the research that we were doing. So I, like, I, I go to you guys first and then I'm like, okay, well, what are other people, you know, the quote unquote experts? And I'm like, forget it. The one family is always the expert That's right. when it comes to what's going on. And I, I love your suggestions because they're so practical in terms of creating a shift. And, and what's beautiful about that is that when they're easy and practical, there's no excuse not to, right? It, it's just figuring out what's going to work for us or what can we try as a couple to shift this, right? Because little things... Can, can I just say one yeah. thing though too? A lot of it too, I, I do believe, is the mindset we come into it. Mm-hmm. And this is somewhere where Elisa and I did struggle for a while in when it when we're looking out, it's cold outside and, and, and how are we going to engage one another when it comes to our physical and, and our sexual intimacy. And it is a mindset shift of knowing like 
we're not asking one another to like around sexual intimacy, for instance, we're, we're saying, Hey, if we can, if we can carve out just this time, this, a little bit of time when we're having sex, then we can still put on our clothes on or, or do whatever afterwards. But how do we shift it in this time period where we are feeling a little colder and how can we warm each other up or how can we warm ourselves up so that way we can be more engaged, right? Because when I look at sexual intimacy and I think for myself is we got to a place where it's like, well, we're in bed and we're warm and now let's just have sex. And yet there's so much more, right? There is that initiating, there is that romance, the the foreplay that allows us to have the sexual intercourse. And so just tweaking a little bit of like, okay, we're doing it for this time frame. Mm Mm-hmm. This doesn't mean it has to be all night. It does for in the beginning, it was just like, we're just going to try to work within like this time frame so that way we can have some breakthrough so we can have some fun and know that, all right, like we were able to get close and connected Mm. even when it's cold outside. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, one of the first things that we did, and and you guys have heard us talk about this maybe in different episodes, um, the fact that it took us so long to actually connect the dots on this is, you know, maybe one of those things that should be slightly embarrassing. Um, We started bringing a space heater. Like a tiny little mm-hmm. off. I mean, it's it's probably I don't know. It's just a small. I like don't know. Like twelve inches high. Yeah, it, it's not big. It's not big at all. But we found that we could rest it on our night my nightstand, and it blew warm air across pretty much the entire surface of the bed. So literally, you get off the bed and it's cold air, but on top of the bed, it was just enough that I'm like, this, this is epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just a small one. Oh, here it is. I just found it on. Uh... Amazon. All right. Yep. Okay. Uh, this is exactly the one we use. Oh, um, I'll you... put a, I'll put a link to it. Yeah. Perfect. But it, but you know what? That was it. Would just sit on Elisa's nightstand, and literally what I would do is, and I and I will probably this year at some point in time, as she's preparing because it, it takes Elisa a little longer to get to bed sometimes. Like she just needs to get herself all set, and I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go. Like I'm naked. Like like let's roll. Um, but I will just make sure that that is up. On the on her nightstand, it's on. Her covers are back just a bit, so that way it's already heating her sheets and everything. And then that way, it's like when she just sort of like runs on over, <laughs> she can just run over and jump in the bed, and it's already warm for her. And then it's sort of then we have to maneuver it and move it because then she's like, "I'm hot, I'm hot!" Like it's it's blowing too much on her. I, so, I can actually break out in a sweat in the winter because it can be so warm, which is wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, sure. It it it, it creates another like <laughs> we're right in the middle, and you're like, I'm hot, and I'm like, okay, well, what do I'm you hot all the time now? Like, this whole, whole hormonal thing. Like, is what do you so want me to do, honey? I've, I've been cold my entire life, and now like menopause or you know whatever. Phase we're not I'm, talking that over you. You're not I, there yet. Okay, well, I am experiencing something that causes my body to warm up unexpectedly. So that's just just my sexiness next to you okay that could also be it okay but back to the episode okay so small space heaters can really just shift the air literally on top of your bed so that you have have literally like a warm little cocoon to be in Mm -hmm. um other people suggested heated blankets or mattress warmers Mm -hmm. i mean let's face it if you either have the heat going down or the heat coming up it warms you up and again 
very locate, uh, specialized in that location. You're there. It warms you up. If you have a heated blanket, then you don't have a need for the, you know, eight inches of blankets like Tony and I had all those years ago. Um, if you have a mattress warmer, then it actually comes up. So you may find that you can toss off the blankets and just have that because you've got that radiant heat coming up from behind you. I remember as a child, um, because I was always so cold, I, ha- I did have a heated mattress warmer. It was the most epic thing. I think that would be really good just for from a sense of oral sex. I think that one would work really good from it to, to still be able to engage in oral sex during the winter because I feel like then it, the heat's on, on your back, it's radiating, radiating up. It just keeps you warmer across, like it's more unified than the heated blanket that's suffocating you. No, 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 not the heated blanket, not not the heated blanket, but the um, electric heater. Heater. Mm. Well, well, and the heated blanket typically for us, anyways, when 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 oral sex is happening, is the blankets aren't on. Correct. Because then then I or you are suffocating underneath the blankets. It's like, it's hot, it's dark, and this isn't... It's not working. It's not, it's working. not working. And then you have that extra heat. Yeah. Like in, in like in that, those in-between months when it's sort of cold, but it's not hot and it's, it, it's not really hot, but it's not cold. I mean, you can have like a sheet on or something, but I feel like most of the time it, it bothers me having a it's blanket, all about you. blanket over It's all about head. you. It, it's about both of us. <laughs> And more times than not, I'm thinking about you. I appreciate that. Yes. I appreciate that. Uh, Take a shower or a bath right before. This was going to be, this is my one that I was saying when we were six blankets or eight blankets deep in Spokane, Washington. If that's where you're at and you're like, and we get it because when we got into our bed in Spokane, we tried not to move because if you moved, cold air came in. I mean, going to the bathroom was cold when we lived in Spokane because we did not put that heat on. And I think back and I'm going, we could have had a lot of fun, even living that way frugal as we were. I mean, we got out of $50,000 in debt. So it was for us, it was worth it at that time. And yet, had we been smarter and had people talked about this, we could have been having a lot more sex just in the bathroom, in the shower, just it's, it's warm you have the heat, you have the steam, cool. Like we can engage during this time period there. Or even just having warm bodies coming into bed where it would have been, been, yeah, like, and here, just hear me out real quick. Cause some of you are like, why didn't you guys, we were, we were in our mid to late twenties. We were trying to get out of debt. These were choice. Like we made those choices together. We, we look back and we can laugh on it. Now, it was just where we were, and it was a journey that we were on. So don't we, get hung up on the fact that we could, don't send Tony an email about, we, Tony, we you should have turned on the heat or no, anything we, like that. we totally strengthened our financial intimacy during that those times, and our emotional intimacy were, were, were strengthened when we didn't even know what it meant to do that. But we look back now, and it's just it's part of what we did, and it's okay because it's created lasting memories. There, there are definitely times that we can look back in our lives and these are memories we're going to have. And we're probably going to tell our kids and our, oh, and our grandkids and our great grandkids of like what we did. And yet here's where we are here. Mm-hmm. Here's where we are now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, some other ones, turn the heat on for a bit until the room warms up, right? Like, like it's okay. You don't have to have your heat cranked at 80 all the time. We do this when we go to hotel rooms. This is, this is definitely like, we walk into a hotel, this happened last week when we were in Austin. We walk into the hotel room, it was like, I don't know, 65, um, 60, it was cold. And I'm like, crank that heat up. Mm-hmm. Same principle applies in your house. 
just crank it up for a bit. It's amazing with just a couple extra degrees, turning up your thermostat just in advance of having sex. And here's the thing, you control your thermostat, you can turn it right back down, mm-hmm. but it just takes the edge off so everybody can be more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Because when you're more comfortable, like all those comments about, you know, like I can't relax or I've got to have too many clothes on or things like that, you can you can literally eliminate that for a period of 10 minutes or so. Have great sex, get out of bed, turn the thermostat down, put your clothes back on and just bask in the afterglow and there you go yeah and, and many of you said you have electric fireplaces yeah and then that i mean that adds that ambiance to the room i know that would be epic and you know it radiates heat and having talked to friends who have these they they love them another one that i do enjoy and, and i think it brings warmth into our room are candles like <laughs> actual candles the heat from candles can um create warmth in your room now depending on how big your room is, may depend on how many candles you need. Um, and you may need to light them up prior to getting into bed because they need to create some warmth. But I I find that we tend to put on candles more in the winter months. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'm thinking it's probably because it's just darker earlier. Yeah. And, and I personally, it, it's a way that I like to romance and initiate mm-hmm. with Elisa. It's, it's a way that I can just get the room sort of romantic and not have like glaring overhead light or uh nightstand lights on it's just hey throw that on i'll throw on the uh the salt lamp we have different we have so many different candles candles go in 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 addition to that one though i would say i know what you're gonna say yeah the massage candle and i'll put a link to that one because that's always great too now again you want to put that on earlier because it's a shea butter and it's in, in what you can do, it's massage and it's warm. And believe me, it's warm because when I pour it into my hands, it's hot. And then I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm rubbing Elisa's back and all that, but that's warmth and it, and it allows us to heat, heat each other up and, and enjoy one another when it's cold outside. The reality is, and you know, guys, you know, I'm somebody that has been cold um, and has tended to be cold and has avoided a lot of things in life because of being cold. But when you make the determination that your sexual intimacy pillar is important, you get creative on finding the workarounds, Mm. right? You get creative in listening to a list like this and saying, okay, well, what does that look like in our marriage? How can we take one of these ideas or maybe multiples of these ideas and say, yeah, let's do this, right? Because the revelation I had when I was preparing for this episode is that your sex life doesn't have to go on hibernation just because it's cold outside. Right, I don't care that the bears are sleeping for the next, I don't know, five, six months or however long bears <laughs> actually hibernate. I don't care that there you know, are all these animals that don't do anything for months on end. I'm not concerned about that. What we're concerned about and the reason we get behind these microphones is that your marriage doesn't go into hibernation, that your sexual and physical intimacy pillars don't just take a break because it's cold outside, that you hear an episode like this and say, okay, how can we be intentional? What, where can we take action? to come out in the spring super excited about where we've been all winter with new strategies and new tools in our toolbox. Yeah. This is this is this is your time. We we've given you plenty of leeway because as the winter actually sets in, you have time. You have time to warm yourselves up both physically and within your sexual intimacy. So take time this week. Discuss it with one another. No 
that where you may be right now isn't where you have to be in 30 days from now or by the end of the winter. It's conversation, it's discussion, it's how do we connect with one another and strengthen these two pillars of intimacy in our marriage so we can have the extraordinary marriage we desire when it's cold outside. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.